you guys it's me again i'm back at podcasting um and if you don't know what i'm saying when i say that i'm back uh for those of you who don't know this is actually my second podcast adventure i was previously one of the hostesses on coffee and a convo podcast with cameron swear um and all the love to her I wish that it could have worked out with our busy schedules and the commute and everything like that to continue with Coffee and a Combo because we had such a great um, community and all that. However, it just didn't work out. Don't worry. Cameron and I are still best buds. I guarantee she's going to be a frequent guest on this podcast, at least I'm hoping, um, and we actually have plans to hang out this weekend. So nobody worry about that. We still love each other greatly. We just couldn't handle doing the podcast anymore. Um, and so we had to call it quits, at least for now. Who knows? Maybe in like 10 years, we'll be like, hey, remember that podcast we used to do? Let's pick it up again. Who knows? We'll see. Whatever. But I'm so glad that you're here for my solo podcast. I'm going to be honest, uh, it feels kind of weird and I'm kind of newbie nervous again. I haven't been nervous about recording a podcast since like episode 10 of Coffee and a Combo um, because you just kind of get used to it. But it is it is weird because whenever I lose my train of thought or anything like that, I won't have someone else to bounce off of. Also, there's the whole thing of hopefully I'm entertaining enough for you guys. Um, with that little intro out of the way, uh, welcome to my podcast, your new best friend. I am your host, Jenna Berglund, and I'm so glad that you are here with me today. So without further ado, this episode is kind of just going to be an introduction into who I am, my life, um, a little bit of a deep dive of why I love podcasting, why I decided to get into it, and kind of what this podcast is going to be about. So sit tight. All right, so to start off, I'm just going to let you guys know who I am. Um, a little bit of my backstory, what I'm about, and um, just a little intro into the rest of this podcast. So, like I already said, my name is Jenna Berglund, and um, I grew up in Gettysburg, South Dakota. If you don't know where that is, um, find the capital, which is Pierce, South Dakota, and about an hour north is a little tiny town called Gettysburg. Grew up there with the best parents in the world, in my personal opinion, and my six older sisters. Well, I guess by the time we had moved there, only five of them lived under the, I mean, the five of us lived under the same roof at that point in time. But anyway, lived there growing up. I was homeschooled my whole life, and that was um, pretty fun. Pretty fun all on its own. People kind of kind of listen listen when you tell people hey I was homeschooled there's always two different reactions there's a reaction that you want and there's a reaction that you don't want the reaction that you don't want is oh okay that makes sense no 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 if someone said if you were homeschooled and someone says oh that makes sense after you reveal the fact that you were homeschooled chances are you are socially awkward and you dress in a um in a very typical conservative manner and um you don't 
I you I don't think I don't think you want that reaction. I I really don't. Um, the reaction that you do want when you say, "Hey, I'm homeschooled," is no way, really. That's crazy. I never would have guessed because that means that you come across like like a like a socially um, adequate uh, adequate is that the right word? I don't know. That great homeschooling um, human being who can interact properly in the world. Um, Anyway, luckily for me, most of the time when I'm like, hey, I was homeschooled, people are like, that's crazy. I had no idea. And now I'm, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I have the great social skills. I mean, I like to think that I do, but we're getting off track here. Um, that's the other thing about podcasting alone. I don't have um, someone else sitting here giving me this look when I start just rambling. So who knows? Maybe I'll cut some of this out. Probably not, though. Not really my style. Anyway, yep, grew up there my whole life, um, pretty involved with the church, Awana, for my Awana people out there, how you doing, do you still remember all the songs, because I think they're ingrained in my brain until the day that I die, um, and then straight out of college, straight out of college, (laughs) straight out of high school, I didn't want to go to college, and so I took a little, um, skip and a jump over the pond, and, Um, did a YWAM discipleship training school in France for three months, and then I backpacked all over Europe doing outreach and mission work for the next three months, kind of my claim to fame. Everyone thinks that I'm like super well-traveled and know all these things. It's not that different. Um, It was a lot of fun. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that in the future. Unsure. Whatever. Anyway, and then I... After I got back, I moved to Sioux Falls, which is the biggest city in South Dakota. It's the only thing that people really know about other than the only, like, city, town, whatever that people know about other than, like, the Black Hills, which the Black Hills, you know, they have Mount Rushmore, whatever. Anyway, lived there for, like, three and a half years, worked at the Buckle. It was a grand old time. Um, and then I decided to get a part-time job, quickly got burnt out, not just of working all the time, but just got burnt out of kind of the fast-paced life that was Sioux Falls and just kind of the vibe there. I don't know how to explain it, but it just like wasn't a good vibe for me. I didn't feel like I was like mentally, spiritually, emotionally doing well. And so I was like, I need to change. And I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna pick up my life and I am going to move to Bum Nowhere, um, also known as Huron, South Dakota. I'm sorry, it's not Bum Nowhere. There's a lot of great people who live here. Anyway, and now I live in a rundown little rental house um, that I have made my home. It's super cute. I love it. It's cozy. It's so me. Um, and I work for the nicest, nicest lady at Boss Boutique in here on South Dakota. And yeah, that's kind of it. I just, just, that obviously that's the Reader's Digest version. I could get into a lot more details that you guys probably don't necessarily care about all that much. Um, but it's kind of the intro to who I am. And... Yeah, I'm excited to get into this podcast and bring you guys content, hopefully every week. I don't know if I can, what I'll have to talk about um, every week, but hopefully there will be something. I have a few ideas, you know, just floating around, but mostly I wanted to get back into podcasting after Cameron and I decided to call it quits 
with Coffee and a Combo. I want to get back into podcasting and continue with it because it's honestly one of my favorite forms of media out there. One of my favorite forms of um, entertainment, content, social media, whatever you want to call it. It's one of my favorite forms because I feel like it's very, it's very intimate while at the same time being like non- personal and if that makes sense like I'm talking to you guys and I'm telling you what's going on in my life and you're almost you know like my like I said like my best friends in a way and I'm giving you updates on my love life and how work is going and the things that I'm interested in and all this kind of stuff meanwhile I'm honestly just in reality I'm just kind of talking to a mic so in a way it kind of takes the pressure off because I'm not seeing you, you react. I'm not seeing you cringe at my terrible jokes. Um, I'm just kidding. They're not terrible because I'm hilarious um, or anything like that. But at the same time, you're sitting there in your kitchen, you know, cooking dinner, folding your laundry, driving to work in the morning, listening to me talk about my life and getting to know somebody and getting to know like their thoughts how their life is going or whatever so it's this very like very personal and like intimate form of media without actually being personal and intimate if that makes sense anyway I just really like it I think it's so fun I think it's such an interesting way for people to um connect and to feel seen and heard and I could be spouting out off about something going on in my life and you could be sitting there listening to it and relating to it and finding comfort in it and I would never know but that's why I put it out there because hopefully that's the objective to you know anyway make people feel more seen loved heard whatever um but yeah that's why I absolutely love podcasting I wanted to get back into it um I didn't want to just let it go. And who knows? Maybe the only people that will listen to it are my handful of friends and my handful of sisters. But, you know, either way, I love it. So I'm going to continue to do it. So as some of you might or might not know, my personal love for podcasting, or not for podcasting, for podcasts in general started um with a true crime podcast that I absolutely loved it's called it's like the number I'm pretty sure that at least the number one um true crime podcast out there and it's called my favorite murder it's a little inappropriate in the way that they swear a lot so if there's any like young youngins listening to this don't go and look for it don't listen to it you don't need to be hearing those swear words even if you're like an adult you probably don't need to be hearing those swear words I don't need to be hearing those swear words But anyway, I digress. That is what started my love for um, listening to podcasts. I was kind of, um, I was talking to a coworker at Buckle probably my first year there. So a good like four, almost five years ago now. It was pretty early on. And I was like, yo, I'm kind of tired of watching TV shows. I had just like, I'm pretty sure binged every TV show on Netflix. Like ask me five years ago, like, have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. I've seen it, or at least I've tried it, um, and I was like, I can't, I don't think I can watch another TV show. I just don't think I can, but I'm the kind of person that to get anything done, I need some form of, like, entertainment, (laughs) which sounds bad, but, um, and it probably just comes down to me having a short attention span. I don't know, but also living, um, 
kind of not I haven't lived alone forever but just like with other roommates and stuff and I just like to not feel so alone and also again just be entertained so I'd always have like a tv show or a movie playing in the background and I'm like I need something else and this friend was talking to me she's like have you like tried listening to podcasts and I feel like probably it would be safe to say that about the time I got into podcasts was when they really started taking off even more so I feel like podcasts have really started taking off in the past like two to three years um but I'm like oh like no not really like I've had a few people kind of you know like refer me to some like tell me some that are good but like I haven't really found any that's really entertaining and she's like, oh my gosh, you have to try listening to this podcast. It's called My Favorite Murder, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, all right, homie, I'll try it. I'll give it a try. So I went home to make supper that night. And I I just scrolled down through. I do this weird thing where I can't stop start either at the beginning, at the clear beginning of a podcast. But I'm also not going to start at the very last, at the most recent podcast that the show has released. So I'll scroll down to somewhere in the middle. And I'll just find a random episode to start on and (laughs) listen from there. So I go into My Favorite Murder. I scroll all the way, almost down to the bottom. It was episode like 20-something or other, 30-something. And it was, um, I don't remember, for those of you who know the podcast, it's these two hosts. And it's Karen and Georgia. And um, Karen, was it Karen or was it Georgia? One of them covered the Dolotov Pass. Um, and it wasn't necessarily even like a murder at that point. It was just this group of, um, hikers in, I think it was Russia that uh, maybe I'll cover it on here one of these days and tell you guys all about it anyway. And they all died mysteriously and whatever. I'm pretty sure sometime in the past year, they finally closed the case and declared it like of, of, of avalanche or something like that. Anyway, I was fascinated by it. I was hooked. The way that they told stories and interacted with each other was just so like light and free and genuine and hilarious. And I'm like, I love this. Give me more. And pretty much from there, I love listening to podcasts. I love um, kind of, I don't know if fluff podcast is the right word, but I, as much as I love like the deep and um philosophical and like media podcasts like I listen to you know a bunch of really great um pastors and speakers and like I love Priscilla Shire she has a couple of podcast episodes out I literally re-listen to hers all the time um but I do love just the kind of like fluff ones that kind of let you escape and just be entertained for a while and that was kind of what my favorite world murder was got really into it um into podcasts from there they would recommend different podcasts to listen to um eventually they started their own network and now they have a bunch of really great um podcasts on their network there's one with paul holes called the murder squad that i absolutely love true crime garage anyway so essentially my love for podcasts started with true crime um and if you True crime isn't your thing. Like, there's already enough bad stuff in the world. I don't need to, like, listen to it in my entertainment. Totally get it. Um, but I do I do love a good a good true crime podcast. Um, a few others that I fell in love with right away. Actually, I think one of the first ones, even after My Favorite Murder, was The Way I Heard It with Mike Rowe. He writes these stories and then he reads them. And he has such, like, 
if you ever have a hard time falling asleep, put on that podcast. He has this, like, deep kind of, like, calming, smooth drawl, and it's just chef's kiss. It's a great listening podcast when I just need to, like, chill out. Um, Walls to Hurdles, also a good one. They're just, like, short and they're inspiring, and he just, like, packs in a punch in a short amount of time, which I love. I can't, a lot of the time, I can't really get into, like, the inspirational podcasts that much because they feel kind of angsty to me, if that sounds terrible, but sometimes I'm just like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, believe in yourself, yada, 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 and I'm just like, can you stop talking? I don't know. Maybe it's because I, like, to get my inspiration, I like to like, I don't know, read my Bible, or not to get my inspiration, but to get my, my drive to do things, I just, like, someone telling me, like, you can do it, I'm just like, mm, I, it's, it's not really for me, I can't really do, like, a lot of, like, the Rachel, like, Rachel Hollis's podcast, I'm just, I, I would sometimes, like, this is dramatic, but I would rather eat glass than listen to Rachel Hollis's podcast, and that's a hot take, that's a hot take. Um, I'll put up a poll and see how many of you uh, absolutely disagree with me. But, like, um, Walls of Hurdles, if you have a hard time listening to, like, the fluffy, inspirational podcast out there, but you're like, I feel like, you know, they there might be this – Walls of Hurdles is a good one. He packs a punch. It's not it's not kind of, like, frou-frou. Like, I feel like a lot of them are. It's a good one. Um, and I'm trying to think of – uh, stuff you should know also a good one that got me started um in loving podcasts and in more recent days what i've listened been listening to a lot is the granger smith podcast he's a country western singer um i think he lost i'm pretty sure he lost one of his kids to cancer i might be saying that wrong um but i'm pretty sure anyway and he's just an amazing man of god absolutely love his podcast. He um, always packs a punch in his podcast as well. Um, Truth for your 20s. It's this um, old sorority girl who turned her life around and um, she gives a lot of good inspiration for young women in their 20s. And then um, the most recent one that I've got into though I would say is um, Cooper Stuff podcast which he's an old, well not, I guess not old. They're still, they're still doing it but so he's one of the lead members of Skillet. I think their band got started up in like the 90s. That's the only way you can explain their bizarre name, like Skillet, like a egg Skillet, like a pan. Anyway, he's hilarious and he um and he covers a lot of political stuff, but he tries to cover different political stuff with from like a kingdom perspective. Um, so coming at it from like a Christian perspective and a biblical perspective and he has a lot of great guests on and just does a really good job explaining stuff. Obviously, if I do have a lot of um, more liberal left wing friends <laughs> who who I love dearly, who I am great friends with, who may or may not listen to this podcast, don't listen to Cooper stuff. Nope, that's definitely it's, it's very, very conservative. Um right-wing kind of stuff. Anyway, so that's a little look-see into um, the podcast that I love and the podcast that got me starting my love affair with podcasts and with podcasting. Just the fact that people would get on, sit in front of a mic, and um, share their lives, share their stories, and share that part of themselves 
with their audience I thought was just always really special and podcasts have gotten me through a lot got me through many road trips um living alone now especially um has just I feel like shaped my adult life a lot I know it's kind of cheesy to say but in all honesty um just where I I can keep up with a lot of goings on in the world you know you can only scroll through your social media apps for so long before you want to you know um kind of bang your head against a wall but I love podcasting. I love that you guys are here listening to my now solo podcast and that I can just share my life with you. Um, I guess I'll give you guys a little life update from probably the last time that a lot of you, like I said, if you're a new listener and you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say coffee in a combo, that's fine. I'm glad you're here anyway. But um, for those of you who are like, what's been going on in your life since last time that you were on Coffee and a Combo, I'll give you a little life update. Um, there's not a lot going on, as per usual. I am still, like I said, just living life in Huron. Um, it's been a little bit warmer the last few days, so my little terror of a dog, Benny. I do have a dog. I forgot to say that. Benny, light of my life. He's part Border Collie, part Black Lab, part Golden Retriever, so he is as smart as he is wild, which is a lot, like, he's just absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, it's finally been a little bit warmer out, so we've been getting to go on a lot longer walks, been getting to go to the dog park a lot more, so he isn't as crazy as um, he has been. However, there was this little moment the other night where I accidentally opened the door a little too wide when I was trying to... um, put on like the little okay so I live in a crappy house and crappy little rental and it is not weatherproofed at all and so I was putting on those little you know those like tuby strips onto the door so not so much cold air would leak in anyway opened the door a little too wide he took off running and I kid you not when I tell you that I was running after him around our neighborhood in my slippers for like 20 minutes being like Betty 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 and of course you can't like I don't know if anyone has just a little butt cheek of a dog or if anyone knows what I'm talking about. But with Benny, he'll like stand there and he'll stare at you. And then you take one step towards him and he think that, thinks that you're playing a game and he'll take off running again. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so I was just the crazy girl running around at like 11 o'clock at night the other night in my slippers, waving a bag of treats in the air, running after my dog. He was running through our neighbor's yards, running out in the middle of the street. He was just sprinting around. He was like, I'm free, which... I, like, I couldn't even be that mad at him because it was after it had been cold for, like, like super cold for, like, two weeks. And so we hadn't barely been out of the house, like, at all. So I can't even blame him that much for wanting to go blow off a little steam. However, it was the worst 20 minutes of my life. I, it was maybe not of my life, but it was a pretty terrible 20 minutes. Finally got him, got him to come back inside, but... Luckily, probably the best advice I ever got was from Cameron, and she said that, and I think she was told this by either like a trainer or by their breeder or somebody in the dog world. Anyway, but she passed on this little tidbit to me. She said that a tired dog is a well-behaved dog, so which cannot be more true. Yesterday, I took Benny to the dog park, and we just played fetch, and I let him run around for like two hours, and it's like night and day. He is so much 
better to be around. He is so much more pleasant. And um, so literally anyone who has a dog or a puppy or something like that and you're struggling with um, them being a little menace to society, seriously, look up what you can to either simulate their mind or actually literally take them out in the country or something and just run them until they're like dog tired like we we went hard at the park literally my shoulder is sore today because I just threw the ball so many times with a little ball thrower thing anyway we went hard at the dog park until he was like panting and and barely running to grab the ball anymore I'm like all right you are tired enough and makes all the difference in the world anywho um so there's that Benny's doing great he's seven months old I need to schedule a vet appointment to get his um (laughs) manhood taken care of um I'm kind of nervous to do it though because I just I just don't want him to be in pain and I don't know how he's gonna handle recovery but also I just need to get it done because yeah anyway um so there's that um I've come up with not come up with because I'm not the first one to think about it I probably saw it on Instagram or something but I have become pretty obsessed with the new snack um and I might have actually mentioned this on coffee and a combo before but I'm newly because I've had it in the past but just recently I've discovered like rediscovered it again and it's dates with peanut butter and dark chocolate chips um amazing even better if you actually take the time to melt the chocolate and then dip the like and then like stuff the date with like the dried date with peanut butter and then dip it in the chocolate and like refrigerate it so it's kind of like a little snacky snack sprinkle it with some sea salt but usually I just kind of slap some peanut butter on and stick like three chocolate chips to the peanut butter and then nom on it so good um pretty healthy I think anyway and kind of like curbs that sweet tooth or that want for like a chocolate for like a candy bar um Anyway, been loving that. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, I finally, for anyone else who gets haunted by the Thrive Cosmetic ads on Instagram, I finally got, so I'll tell you the whole story. So I saw that I kept, I kept seeing these stupid ads for this Thrive Cosmetic eyeshadow pens. And I said to myself, self, um, you don't need to spend $25 on an eyeshadow pen. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I don't. But let's go see if we can find some dupes. So I went to Walmart and Elf had three different colors of this eyeshadow pen and they were each like $6. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I grabbed the one that I thought was going to be closer to the color I wanted, tried it, didn't like the color, went back, grabbed another one, also didn't like the color, went back, grabbed the third one, also didn't like the color. So do the math, six times three, 18. I ended up spending $18 on three eyeshadow pens that I'll probably never ever use again. The actual Thrive Cosmetic eyeshadow pen is only $24. I, and I, like, I should have just gotten it to begin with. Right, right. I feel like this happens with me a lot where I try to, like, save money by, like, by getting the dupe or by getting the lesser expensive. And then I end up just getting the more expensive anyway. And so I'm like, I would have just saved myself money if I would have just gone with the more expensive option in the beginning. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that, but I swear I do it all the time. And I'm like, you you silly goose you silly goose you should have just done what you wanted in the first place anyway so I was telling my boss Ashley um about this and I was like hey and I was just 
going off because I, you guys, I feel so bad for Brie and Ashley that I work with some days. And I tell them this and I'm like, I feel so bad for them because I live alone. And so when I come in on Monday morning, which is the morning that everyone is kind of not cranky, but like also not living their best lives. Cause it's, Hey, it's a Monday. Like we just got back from the weekend. We're tired. We're kind of trying to get into the groove of things again. Right. And I am just like blabbing my mouth. I am just such a chatterbox on Mondays because I have spent the whole weekend staring at my walls and talking to my dog. And so I come in and I tell them every little detail, every little thought that I have had over the past 48 hours that they have not seen me. And I'm just yapping their ears off. Anyway, so this is one of those days where I was yapping Ashley's ear off about this stupid eyeshadow pen debacle. Anyway, and then didn't really think anything of it. Then like a week later, she comes back and she's like, hey, I got you a gift card to Thrive Cosmetics. She's like, I just wanted to say thank you. You do so much for us. Blah, 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 blah. She's literally the sweetest, you guys. If you're questioning um, changing your career path uh, to work for a small business, would 10 out of 10 recommend because they're, yeah, anyway. She's just the sweetest. And so she got me this gift card to Thrive Cosmetics. And I ended up getting three eyeshadow pens because um, they also sent me a coupon. And so I got these three eyeshadow pens. And you guys. They are so worth it. The pigment is gorgeous. They stay on. They don't crease. They're they're like amazing. I got two sparkly, like two of the kind of like shimmery ones. And then I got one of the matte waterproof. And my favorite thing to do is put the matte waterproof on as a base layer and kind of smudge it out. And then put my um, little sparkly sparkle over the top. And you guys, amazing. And also so stinking quick. I do like my whole makeup routine in like seven minutes. And those eyeshadow pens just, again, chef's kiss. Um, yeah. How, is that, is that literally how boring my life is? Is that, oh, um, which I guess I could do like a whole episode on this later on, but, or maybe you guys would not like that. Um, I got back on Hinge. You guys, I don't know why I did it. Listen, I don't know why I did it. Um, for those of you who know what the online dating world is like it's not a fun time like you're not finding your diamond in the rough on a dating app I don't know why I always do it probably just because probably any more than anything um out of boredom I just had nothing to do and I was like you know what I'm gonna do this is what I'm gonna do and immediately immediately um kind of regretted it but I'll let you know if I end up getting pleasantly surprised by it probably not I literally I always download it I'm on it for like a day and I'm like yeah this isn't fun anyway um oh so I'm in a book club now I'm in a book club with uh four other lovely ladies and um I actually only completed reading one of the like five books that we have been instructed to read for this book club right so first one was where the crawdads thing and I read like two chapters of it and not two chapters of it like maybe maybe like one third of the book but um I don't know I like I know it's supposed to be really good and it's like supposed to like suck you in and whatever but like I just didn't love it that much I don't I didn't even finish it okay so then the next book that we were supposed to read was it redeeming love that we were reading right after that one um, 
I think it was. So then it was Redeeming Love. And Redeeming Love, you guys, I actually, like, whipped through in barely any time at all. Like, I loved that book so much. If you haven't read it yet, which I was kind of late to the party, and I think that pretty much everyone has already read it. But it was so, so, so good. Cannot, I'm a, I, I read a lot. I actually do read a lot. And that is a book that I cannot recommend enough. Like, it was so, so good. Anyway, now we are reading Gone Girl. And I have gotten about two pages into that. But one of the gals, um, shout out to Abby, she's already pretty much blown through it. She blew through it in like a week, I'm pretty sure. And so I'm guessing it's pretty good. And I've heard from a lot of other people, it's really, really good. So hopefully that's what I'm going to be doing tonight while all of you are listening to my first ever episode is reading Gone Girl and um, sipping on some tea. And that's going to be a really really great time I'm also currently this weekend working on setting up my art studio up in the attic literally have been living in this place for what has it been like nine months now holy cow I've been here a while anyway I've been living in this place for like nine months and I still don't have my art studio upstairs set up because I feel like it always kind of like takes like the back burner I'm always like oh I could scrub my bathroom or I could like be doing a thousand other things other than that and so it's been just like kept on taking the back burner kept on taking the back burner and finally this weekend I started working on it up there so stay tuned hopefully I get that up and going and I have so many pieces of art that I'm supposed to be doing for people like I have a list of art pieces that people want and I am so behind on like all of them so if you're one of those people stay tuned (laughs) I'm finally getting my art studio up and rolling and you should have them um like slowly but surely hopefully in the next near future I'm not putting a time on it because I'll just end up disappointing everyone including myself um anyway I also watched um Sandra Bullock's new movie on Netflix and I was a cry like ugly crying disastrous mess um it was kind of one of those movies where it was a good movie because a the ending was unpredictable b the acting was incredible obviously it's Sandra Bullock so it's Sandra Bullock acting so obviously it's going to be phenomenal acting um everyone else that they casted also did great I don't think there's not really any more memorable mentions though um anyway the whole plot was kind of like it was okay and like I said the ending was kind of um was kind of unpredictable however it was kind of one of those movies where I could appreciate for the fact that it was good directing good acting good filmography like all of that um it was good however it was also kind of one of those movies where like I didn't really need feel like I like needed to see it like I don't think I'll ever watch it again um I didn't dislike it but I didn't like overly enjoy watching it either I did blubber like a baby at the end I will let you know that so if you just want to be emotional for no reason absolutely go watch it um but also you wouldn't be missing anything you wouldn't really be missing anything if you didn't watch it I don't know if that makes sense like it was a good movie and I enjoyed watching it but also like you aren't missing anything if you don't see it anyway all that to be said lover like a baby at the end um 
big fan. I'm truly just waiting for the new um, Spider-Man movie to come out. <laughs> I really want to see it. I am obsessed with Tom Holland. Um, very much so. I'm rewatching New Girl because, um, for anyone who doesn't know, PSA, they're taking it off on Netflix sometime this year, and I just absolutely love Schmidt. Um, and although it, I really appreciate it because although it has some truly, um, inappropriate, like, remarks and stuff, you, it never gets, like, too nitty gritty. Like, I feel like it's one of the few shows that they don't like show overly sexual scenes and nudity for no reason like there's no reason to like I said they make some comments and jokes and you know that that sex is happening but I like it because it's not like nudity every other scene which I feel like is all that is out there anymore so um so I listen to podcasts anyway um yeah that's kind of it's kind of the updates for my life um, yeah, I don't know. Don't, if, if you've been absolutely bored to tears by my intro episode, um, A, I am so, so sorry. Not that sorry, though, because it's my podcast and I do what I want. But also, uh, future podcasts will actually have, um, actual, I want to say plot lines because I just got done talking about a movie. Um, but they'll have actual topics there we go they'll have actual topics that I'm going to discuss and dive into and tell you my thoughts on and I'll have guests and stuff but this one is just kind of a get to know me because I don't know I just thought you guys might want to get to know me um hear about my likes my dislikes my interests um the fact that I don't have any use for Rachel Hollis because I had to toss that in there for unknown reasons um anyway yeah I'm so excited for you guys to be here. I'm so excited to do this and go on this wild ride that is life and my life. And um, I'll be in your ear holes again next week for another episode of Your New Best Friend. Bye.